for Radio 1 91FM podcast. Well, right now we are going to cross over up in Hamilton, talk to Ray Rizabiza. Ray, how's it going, my dude? Hey, man, I'm good, man. I'm, 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 I'm alive, I'm breathing, I can't complain. How are you doing? We going good. We um, It's, of course, getting a bit dark and chilly down here now. Like, oh, it was a good day earlier, but when you go in the shade, oh, gets in the bones. You know what I mean? Hey, man. It's just, um, it's definitely not summer, but, uh, you know, I've got the fireplace over here, though, so. Oh. <laughs> everyone, everyone keep them warm. Um, so, yeah, you've just dropped the new project, Good Old grand opening grand closing i love the concept that you've come up with like i feel like people reflecting on shorts amount of time is always good and like having that kind of closure to elements what was it like going into this compared to bygones um man i mean look i'll i'll, I'll tell you some stuff you know that mm-hmm. i haven't that i this is my first this is my first this is my second interview about this project yeah and um and I guess, you know, to be honest with you, man, this project was never even supposed to come out. Mm. You know, it, this project only only materialized because of, um, you know, because of the COVID situation yeah. and, you know, everyone being locked down and we had, you know, a whole bunch of shows canceled mm. and stuff like that. And, you know, and I was like, and and I had a whole different album scheduled in, but, but it, you know, it just wasn't feasible to put that one out. So I was like, you know, I'm sitting on um, this old music. Yeah. Um, let me put it out, and you know, and as you, uh, you know, if you if you've heard the project, then you know you know that it's kind of about, I guess, the journey of a of a of a relationship. Yeah. Um. You know the ups and downs, and you know, I guess, you know, in this day and age, it seems to be like you know that's that that, that that's how that's how it goes. A few, you know, now and then, um, there's not as many happy endings as I guess we. You know, we used to have like in our parents' age and such. So, you know, I just wanted to make a little piece, a little time piece about um, something that I think, you know, a few people have been through and, um, you know, something that's a little bit bittersweet and something that people could, I guess, you know, listen to in this climate and, you know, have a little bit of escapism. But but I guess to answer your question, man, it it really wasn't an easy project to make. Um, it was easy in the sense that I didn't have to think a lot because all I had to do was kind of tap into the things that I had experienced and the things that the people around me, you know, stories I had, yeah. you know, experienced and things that I had seen. And, you know, so it was, it was easy in that sense, but I think it was, it was a little bit difficult in the sense that it was a lot more personal than I have generally, you know, delved into you know as far as my 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 albums go yeah well because like um especially i want to know like time wise because of course you said these weren't supposed to come out were like some of these demos like written before bygones as well like and especially like made up and then you definitely mixed them and took this i feel like it's such a great also r&b take for you where it's a lot more like you said moodier looking at these points and this almost time capsule of a situation Mm. Uh, well, you know that's that's a great question, and and the and and the first half of the album, except for track one, mm. were all written within um, that relationship. Yeah. You know, on a, on a you know, wh- and and you know, while I was making bygones, while I was releasing bygones, while I was touring bygones, and you know, and and during the during the process of <clears throat> of the said relationship, it was. I was making music 
you know, I was actually conceptualizing an album throughout this whole process. Yeah. Throughout the whole process of, you know, trying to figure out like, yo, this is, this is a vibe. Like, this relationship is dope. Like, how can I, you know, create create a piece that will, you know, des- describe that. So I was, so you know, so it would be, you know, um, I'd be, you know, doing shows in Melbourne or something mm-hmm. like that, and we'd go together, and you know, like, you know, hit a studio session and you know, make make music and stuff like that, and and basically all these tracks were just kind of sitting in my computer. Yeah. Um, and you know, once we got, once we hit lockdown, like once we hit level four, you know, because then that like we kind of went to level four like pretty quick. Oh yeah, it was like, instant. Like, I just remember like when it happened, it's like a Wednesday, and then boom. Yeah, me was like, yo, okay, cool, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like, yo, we might be going on lockdown. It's like, next day, it was like, yo, full lockdown, and and then we had to, like, reassess our whole shit, because I had, like, shows in, like, Christchurch and Dunedin, mm. and, like, you know, all this different stuff happening, and everything was just like, nope, it's, it's you know, some it's, it's on pause now, and, you know, which I guess in a way was a blessing, and, you know, in a, you know, in a sense, because it really gave me the opportunity to go into my you know go into the into my computer and really like explore some of the old files back six months and see what i was making and you know see if there was something i I could do and and that's how that's how this project came you know came you know came about um and and i in a weird way it was like as as cerebral and as cathartic as the Mm. process was it actually ended up being something that really actually I think gave my listeners a whole different understanding of my range as an artist. Yeah. You know, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of myself, uh, with a friend of mine before, and I was, and we're talking about, you know, my music is generally pretty metaphoric and pretty kind of there's a there's a there's a certain level of there's a, there's a degree of separation between mm. me and the record. You know, it's like. But, you know, in this project, it was like, yo, this is, you know, this is, this is me. Yeah. And this is, I may be wrong for feeling like this, or I may have the, you know, I may be approaching it in a, you know, from the wrong angle, but this is how I feel. Yeah, it's and, a different side of you. It's that shift, but it's like still same thing. We're dropping, being metaphorical, we're looking, exploring these ideas, except just in a different kind of offset path. Exactly. Um... Speaking of that offset path, one of the songs that really stood out to me a lot was, I believe it was Save Me. Um, it took a way more of a lo-fi um, emo sound with the guitar and all that. Like, deciding to go down that route while it's like a lot of the other tracks are a lot more leaning towards R&B. Is that, of course, it's a lot more of a darker song, but matching that up with that being, I guess, kind of in vogue now, deciding to go down that route. And I'm glad that you asked that question, and then and um and I did expect that 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 question, mm. um, you know, because in a, because this track that, that that track saved me was the one that was not supposed to make the album. Mm, okay. No, th- this was really just it was a demo I made that yeah. where I was really because you know I I I I make music you know nearly every day. You yeah. Know, um, you know I've been fortunate enough to get into a position where this is you know, what I do for, you know, for a living. And, you know, I always promised myself that if I ever got to this point, I would never take it for granted. And I'll, I'll treat this like a, you know, like all those shitty jobs that I had before, yeah. you know, I was waking up at, you know, nine and, you know, having a, 
work, you know, for a shitty paycheck mm. for a week. And so, so for me, it's like it's really gotten to a point where music is just. A, there's so much music that I make is that is that will never see the light of day. Um, sometimes it'll just be on on some like therapy shit uh, things. I mean, uh, <laughs> excuse my language, but yeah. some or it might just be on um, something that I do just to. Um, you know, I don't know, just to get like something that I feel off my chest. And this was one of those tracks that was never supposed to see the light of day. And uh, one of my friends, uh, my flatmate actually, um, Nova, he's, he's also a musician in his own, own own right. And he was like, man, this is this is the track here where you got your feelings, off, the type of feelings you could never get off in a rap song. Mm. You, know? you could never rap this stuff. You could never... You know, this is where you need those gaps where and let the guitar sing. You know what I mean? And 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 you just say four, four lines and then let the the listener, you know, interpret it how they they will. And I and I was just like, you know, um, you might be you you might be high right now, but you I think you you might have a yeah. point. And, um, I kind of I kind of went back to that record and. You know, really restructured it and re-listened to it and whatnot, and and then I, I just came to the to, to the reali- realization that there was no way I could make a, a track for this album that had the same emotion or feeling on a mm. on a rap or R and B beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like was, this was the only way that this particular emotion could come out. Yeah, this sample um, could only fit on this one track and not it can't work with intentions. Maybe a bit on piano song, but not as well as safe. Yeah, it's just, there was no other way, and 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 it's a, and that's a crazy thing for a rapper to realize, you know, for because you know that's 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 essentially like if you categorize my music, I'm you know I'm a rapper, even mm. though I delve in you know a few other genres, and it's a crazy thing to realize as a rapper that yo like your genre, like my primary genre, does not have the I can't. I couldn't find the range within that genre to express what I was feeling at that at that point. Mm. You know, so I had to reach into another space to to do that. So, so that's that's what that record is. Um, you know, saved me. That's what that that's that's yeah. about. That's why why that even made it onto the album. And you know, like I said before, this was a strange. This was the first track people were calling me about. You know, yeah. When I put the, <laughs> the album out, they're like, yo. Yo, that track saved me, and and I'm talking rap people, like yeah. rap producers, rappers. Like, I'm like, really? Like, you guys don't? I'm I'm not canceled. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you know, and yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess I kind of underestimated the 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 listener, you know, as as mm. you know, um as a whole. And yeah, it's just yeah, it's just, so yeah. It's, and also how the change of pace works. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm rolling. Yeah. Um, also, one of the things, um, just before we go and let some of the people here in Dunedin listen to um, Intentions off the new project, EP, Grand Opening, Grand Closing, um, working with, I need your help with pronunciation on this because I'm not too sure, but um, NXVA and is it Lorraine Enoch? Yep, yep. Um, yep, so NXVA, that's says yep. Nova. Um, no, that's, okay. That's, that's pronounced as Nova. Nova. Mm-hmm. So he, so Nova, he's my, um, he's my flatmate. Yo. Uh, slash. So he became my flatmate accidentally just before we went to level four. Mm. He was actually, 
he was just kicking it over here and he was like in between, you know, Sparks and I was kind of also, you know, I was looking for a flatmate and, you know, it's like, yo, level four. And it was, it was like, you know, I was like, yo, why don't you just, you know, just stay here. Yeah. Anyways, so then he, so he's like, so he was on um, the, the track Composure and All Me. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's just a young cat with mad juice. You know what I mean? Like he's, he makes beats. He, he made the beat for All Me. Oh, he, hell yeah. He helped me, like, structure a whole bunch of, you know, the hooks and the just, you know, he, he told me, he was the dude who told me, yo, don't rap on this. Mm. Just, just just do, oh, if you're going to rap on this, rap not well on it. Because that's another thing mm. I was doing on this project was, like, I, I had, it was very difficult for me to not try over-explaining things. You know, certain points I just had to really just, be, just just let the, the the song speak, you know. Yeah, be and, a um, bit more so um, ambiguous. Um, and my my guy, um, I don't even know how to say his name myself. El Ray Akunak. Yeah. Um. Anyways, his name is backwards. His his he reversed his name. So if y'all want to know how to say his proper name, you have to just reverse that whole thing. His first name is Earl. That's what that's it. backwards. Um. So, <laughs> but he's from Melbourne. Um, he's a he's a Melbourne producer who I um, had I was fortunate enough to bump into you know six months ago when I was doing a few shows in Melbourne and um, and yeah he just kind of really gave that that last final spice that I think um, you know that that the project needed uh, so yeah so big up to Nova and and El Ray big up to the flatmate yeah hell yeah you always gotta put down for the flatmate so like we're living with mine like I'm also working with her now like she's out here being the producer for Radio 1 it's it's always great like having those support networks especially across the ditch oh man activate your yeah. Radio oh, 1 that's... card and unlock discounts oh, on products and services <laughs> yeah it feels uh, great by... we're just having to jump into ads right there but um yeah we'll let you go and enjoy the rest of the evening um but yeah, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day, Ray. We'll let the people at home listen to Intentions, one of my favorite tracks off the EP. And yeah, talk to you later. Hopefully see you down here soon in Dunedin. Hey, man, if, if everything goes well, hopefully I'll be there in the next um, next couple of months. Hell yeah, man. All right, catch you soon. And yeah. All right. Yeah, that was Ray, good old Reza Biza, and we're now going to jump on to Intentions, so keep it locked to the one. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.